The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Fuck, Mary kill. Celebrity couple edition. <laughs> this is going to be difficult for you because uh, there's, there's a few that you definitely appreciate here. First one, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Okay. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. <sighs> okay. And Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. Jesus. Yeah. You're t- kind of top three, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love that. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are kind of like out there with how much shit they give each other, which is really fun. Kind of like Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. Exactly. Oof. You fucked me. I and did. You know, and you know you did. I and know I did. That's fine, I guess. That was the intention here. Because <laughs> you're very evil. It's not even the, the fucking or the marrying part that is really going to fuck with you here. It's more the killing. You have to murder a darling couple that you appreciate. I know. I know. Okay. This is really tough. I feel as though I'm just going to have to like go with my allegiance here a little bit. So you know that Tom Hanks is my like celebrity husband forever. Sure. And also he's very private. So he would keep, you know, the details of me and Rita and his, you know, thruple thruple situation to a minimum, which I appreciate um, because, you know, I'm I'm an extremely private person. Sure. (laughs) As we say on this podcast, that's brought out to the world. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I'm hiding behind a very solid uh, name. (laughs) (laughs) No one could ever find me. Never, ever, ever. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to marry them. I mean, I feel like that's very clear i kind of figured as much yeah and you know that tom hanks is going to take care of you oh absolutely he is and as much as like yeah i would absolutely fuck him he's not my first fuck choice when it comes to that i'm sorry rita's kind of a non-issue it's really tom is is floating this whole operation as long as tom is giving equal like time between the two partners that he has developed over this time then you get just as much lovin's time as his wife of how many years like decades the only thing that sucks about this whole situation is that since we're married i'm going to have to have like family dinner with his son that talks in a jamaican accent all the time oh that's true (laughs) so there's that one qualm but you know that's fun entertainment i like people watching (laughs) it's fine it's no big deal um and i can't i can't get rid of dax and Kristen because you know that's our like fantasy best friendship couple sure we've talked at weird amounts of length about how much we want to be best friends with them we do talk about that more than we should probably so if they ever hear this which i'm sure they will obviously they're gonna be super weirded out by it don't be super weirded out it's not weird it's cool (laughs) super cool the way we talk about it is neat (laughs) if anything this podcast is a means for us to reach a level of celebrity that allows them to notice us enough to know to think oh these are definitely our people. Well, we now need you've to... made it seem premeditated, so they're never going to think it was <sighs> organic. So basically, if if somehow we meet them and we befriend them, we just delete this episode. Delete it completely. Which, I mean, which is fine. It's that's fine. It's probably going to be you know a garbage heap anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just a pile of flaming trash. So it'll be fine. Whatever. So yeah, I'm going to have to murder Chrissy and John. Which it it is what it is. There's a lot of like rumors circulating about them that I don't know if it's true or not, not to like get things on to a dark tangent. You never know at this point. But, you know, what if they are true? Then me murdering them is actually 
going to be really helpful. Are these like, what is it, QAnon, Quanon yes. things? Really? Are they in that like conspiracy They're super theory? in it. And I don't, I, I'm not in it enough to know really why. Um, but for some reason, they think, people think that they are like top of the like Epstein list. Well, them and uh, Tom Hanks also, I think, I is know. in there too. See, so. I can't. That <laughs> why am I much more likely to be like, no, Chrissy and John, if it's true, it's true. Tom, it's not true. It's not true. Um, that's just showing my own allegiance and my like childhood crush, you know. So what you're saying is that, that yeah, way. we're dealing with some Oscar winners across the board. Well, not not uh Dex Shepard and Kristen Bell, but I understand completely keeping them in the game. Oh, but we gotta keep them in the game. The one couple that has a member that has an EGOT. Yes. That is clearly shown in four different areas of entertainment, uh, a level of expertise and artistry that gave him the coveted EGOT. Who has an EGOT? Doesn't John Legend have an EGOT? Does he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. What does he have an Emmy for? And a Tony? It's probably music related. Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did act in um, La La Land, didn't he? Wasn't he in that? And he was I like, am not sure. I barely watched that movie. That movie sucked. And I'm sorry. Like, I know that it should be 100% of my wheelhouse, but Lord, that was tedious. Anywho, I think he was in it and it wasn't great. So I don't think he won for that one. Are you looking it up right now? Um, If we want to talk about the magic of the uh, background stuff of what we do on Deeply Upsetting, then we can. But uh, maybe I'm just trying to access my personal knowledge on the situation that sure. definitely doesn't require a smartphone. In order no, to you're do just so. reaching back in the recesses of your brain as if you're also not across from me and I can't watch you Googling it. Yes. John Legend does in fact have an EGOT. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Earned an Emmy for his role as executive producer in Jesus Christ Superstar live in concert. Really? Where, is where he got his Emmy from. Yeah. Wow. So... Yeah, John Legend is the only EGOT owner on the entire spectrum of Fuck, Mary Kill that we're talking about here. So, but somebody, you know who deserves one? Tom fucking Hanks. Tom Hanks, yes. Tom Hanks, known for all of his work on Broadway. and uh, I would watch it. Why hasn't anyone funded this? And unfortunately, I don't think that Tom Hanks won an Emmy for his time on Bosom Buddies. Where he Why really the got fuck not? I agree, because I <laughs> Thank you. very much enjoyed Bosom Buddies back in the day. Also, don't they have those like honorary Emmys for like lifetime achievement in being an amazing person and actor and the love of my life? That's actually on the placard on the <laughs> Emmy is all of that. Is... I hope so. <laughs> and whoever presents it to you, they're the one saying that they're you're the love of their life. <laughs> so exactly. I would have to present it to perfect, Tom Hanks. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, John Legend is in fact an EGOT owner. And uh, you're telling me Tom Hanks didn't win an Oscar for the That Thing You Do soundtrack or a, a Grammy, excuse me, because that should have happened as like an executive producer he didn't type play deal. Play all the music <laughs> that you know of. Do some googling on that. He got he got two Oscars back to back for his roles in Philadelphia and another movie. Yep, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, I love great that movie. one. Great movie. Did he win something for Castaway? Because that was like a probably bad, that was like a bad TV no, I movie. Think, I think it was Forrest Gump and then oh yeah yeah, yeah. Philadelphia. Yep, yep yep were his two Oscar wins. That's so, it. Yeah. Mm hmm. Because all you need is a fucking feather floating around and then inserting yourself into important things throughout history. Yep. And Honestly, then... though, for the time, the CGI was like not bad on the videos of him being inserted into things. Sure. For the time. For the of time. Of course. Yeah. Anywho, we've really devolved. So, yeah, I'm murdering the EGOT. Sorry about it. I know. Trust me. Christine I know. Christine John Legend. Like, I personally want to apologize to Chrissy Teigen 
and John Legend, I don't support your murder. Right. <laughs> Who are you going to murder then? I have to look at age as a distinction <gasps> here. Wow, you're going to murder my husband Not and my wife because Tom and I Rita? want to. I don't want to. I don't believe you. You have a, that evil glint in your eye that <laughs> you get all the time. I think also maybe there's a level of jealousy because of how much I know you appreciate Tom Hanks. <laughs> that it's you more just want him to go. That he, because he's clearly very realistic competition. <laughs> I think the other couples would be some kind of incorporation, but with Tom Hanks, it, you're not even like trying to incorporate with Rita Wilson there. You're of just course I would do directly. That. I would, do, fo- I would I mean, incorporate sure. with Rita Wilson. Sure. She's a beautiful woman. I could be so lucky. You know, but I think because it's so Hanks focused yeah. in your in your desire to <laughs> marry them. Well, that's the way my life is, though. It's very Hanks centric <laughs> the way that I live my truth every day. Living and you your know best that. Hanks centric <laughs> life. You know, before I go to bed, when I like kneel on the floor and I put my hands in the prayer motion and I talk to Tom Hanks. <laughs> it is kind of jarring that there is a picture of tom hanks on your <laughs> nightstand that you kiss, kiss your hand <laughs> and then touch the f- picture every night before you go to sleep that's a you've lot you've never had problems with it before why is this coming up now i, I don't understand deep-seated issues that i've held on to and not really oh so this is the time to hash them out this perfect. is the time right now yeah perfect so i will murder your life husband all right so who are you gonna fucking marry i'm gonna marry dak shepherd and Kristen. Bell. that makes sense and honestly chrissy and john you know that they're a good time oh in the, in the bedroom they're gonna like i'm gonna walk away from that <laughs> bow-legged <laughs> absolutely and, you are like so dehydrated also do you feel like they climax sometimes because like john's music is you know very soft and beautiful i'm pretty sure when john legend moans during orgasm it is in tune <laughs> which is important true and also just makes chrissy teigen cry He's Love like, that for oh, them. and she's just like tears just but falling. then afterwards she like roasts him and he's like what the fuck you're the one that cried she's like it's not as good as uh gambino's red bone just saying <laughs> i feel like that is what happens <laughs> yeah, probably so that'd be a good time yeah you didn't make bad choices you made wrong choices fair I mean, that's you know that is what it is that is kind of the nature of this show i mean to be fair <laughs> True. So we're going to put on the theme music. You and I are going to hash out our very clear relationship issues that we're having. And yeah, everything is going to just be deeply upsetting. Welcome back to Deeply Upsetting. I'm Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we're here. We're using our expertise, as it were, because we've appointed it to ourselves uh, to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries. In some weird tire fire dimension, somebody gave us a placard that said we're able to handle the weirdest of questions that the Internet is able to bring us. So I think we figured that our brains are trash. They're just a nightmare hellscape. It's a nightmarish hellscape for sure. Exactly. So we were like, what could possibly be worse than that? Um, We have some questions today that actually might answer that. (laughs) We've got some (laughs) Some wild (laughs) questions for this episode for sure. (laughs) But we decided, you know, who better than us to, uh, you know, unravel these little mysteries for everyone. (laughs) 
And we're just doing our damnedest over we here. Handle the most important questions. You know, we're not talking about any kind of like pandemics or no. civil rights stuff. We're no. we're hammering down the important stuff that has to do a, a lot with dicks. Yeah, dicks and butts. It's I think the stuff are the... that you're thinking about constantly. So we're here to like talk about, it, put it on the forefront. <laughs> yeah. You know, representation for your wildest thoughts matters. And yeah. here we are. Here we are. Trying to <laughs> do that for you. All for you. All for the listeners. All for the listeners. So you're welcome. We get <laughs> less than zero joy out of this. We hate this so much, but we feel... No, this sucks. We feel motivated to help those suffering with these irreconcilable questions. Honestly, charitable. Yeah. Extremely charitable. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us being so charitable. Oh my God, look at us. We are so humble and charitable and kind and caring about the common man. Do you ever look in the mirror and you're like, Mother Teresa who? You know, like fucking who? Couldn't, can't even remember. I normally do that because for some reason you like to (laughs) tape pictures of Mother Teresa on the mirror in our bathroom. So that might be part of the reason why I go, Mother (laughs) Teresa who? Like why? So I've got Mother Teresa in the bathroom. I've got Tom Hanks in the bedroom where he belongs. I don't even know how you got a hold of Mother Teresa boudoir photos, but <laughs> somehow. I paid good money for those. I bet. <laughs> An arm and a leg. <laughs> I used to have money before this, believe it or not, but I decided to put it where it mattered. You invested them into Mother Teresa boudoir photos. I'm one of very few that has them, but don't worry, we're in a message board. We talk about it all the time. Right, cool. It's private, though. It's password protected. That's actually the people that aren't involved in the Epstein thing. It's literally Chrissy Teigen and John Legend and Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson that have the other photos of... Oh, my God. I was hoping it was them. (laughs) That's what I've been wishing it was this whole time. They just go by handles like T. Hanks. (laughs) It's really... Wow. I really put... I thought it just said thanks. Yeah. I should have put that together. Oh, my God. You know... I'm very, very beautiful, as you know. And yeah. listeners, you should know that I'm just a knockout. But I'm not that smart. And that's okay. <laughs> as we can't we, have it all. Our common ground with each other is that mm-hmm. we're cute dummies. We are cute dummies. Cute dummies. That is true. That is... I feel very comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah. I feel comfortable in the space that we've made here today. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you want to ask us questions, which you do, you're thinking them, just do it. There's a bunch of different ways that you can do it. Um, The way that we mostly get questions is on social media because we do post before we record. Sometimes we're a little lofty with our goals and we say we're going (laughs) to record like three fucking days ago and then we don't. Which I do want to apologize for any of our listeners that we've been trying to get on a more regular track on recording. Yes. And again, we've just moved the studio. Mm -hmm. We've just uh, we've just tonight before we recorded finished putting up the the major parts of our art on the walls and stuff. So. It's it's taken some time. It's a work in progress. We, we are have plans. Flawed dummies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Flawed dummies. But, but yeah, we are gonna do a more regular schedule. Absolutely. Sure. So thank you everyone for your patience with our growing pains. This is our tenth episode, so yep. we're in double digits now. Yeah. Um, which means that yeah, we should have gotten our shit together, but also like shut the fuck up, Susan. We're gonna do it. Yeah, so Jesus. it's fine. The world is in disarray. Right. So the exactly. Fact that we can't get an episode out as quickly as we normally want to. Uh, that's. That's not your fault. It's I'm not sorry. Your fault, Susan. No, Susan, sorry. <laughs> Susan, goddammit. We hate you, but God love you. But man, I'm glad you listen, Susan. <laughs> You're our one listener, Susan. One listener, Susan. <laughs> Susan, thank you. Susan's like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> There's one listener named Susan. Like Jesus, I didn't even post on their social media. Was, well, maybe you should, Susan. Spilling the beans. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should post on our social media, and then we would appreciate you more. And you know, if you aren't a Susan listening, mm-hmm. then and you know a Susan that might like the show, then send this her is way. the episode to send to Susan so she can be our Susan. Send it to someone who wouldn't like it. Send it to a Susan that would hate the show, and then we'll get some angry press, which would be awesome. That would be amazing. I feel like that would skyrocket this show if we got some bad press. Use Deeply Upsetting as a weapon against your enemies. Against Susans. Against Susans (laughs) Susans around the world. of all mankind. Susans around the world. What a terrifying terrifying superhero group need to make that t-shirt where it's like uh, an all-out war on susan's deeply upsetting wait <laughs> jot that down yeah right take a little mental note of that one <laughs> all right susan if you want to ask us questions there's a lot of different ways that you can do it um so like i was saying social media is our most common um it's at deeply upsetting and feel free if you don't want to wait and you have something pressing on your mind just post it totally fine you don't have to wait for us to prompt you or anything like that we would love to have the questions just rolling in whenever they come to you yep then you can come to us and we'll hopefully do this and not disappoint you too much um, or you can send us an email, geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. If you put deeply upsetting in the subject line, it'll be easier for us to get to it for what we're looking for. Or you can send us a voicemail or a text. Sexy text. Sexy text. Come on, Susan. It's a uh, dump them out, Susan. <laughs> We've said that on this show before. <laughs> and like I said, this is only the 10th episode. We cannot <laughs> repeat dump them out. Listen, Susan. Susan we appreciate your breasts. We would like to see your breasts. There's nothing wrong with that. And Susan. like a mutually, like a very evenly mutually appreciation of Susan's breath. I think that's what that free the nipple movement was about is <laughs> us wanting to see Susan's breasts. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Show us your titty, Susan. <laughs> Susan. So send us a sexy text. Honestly, if you just want to show your titties, we won't be that upset that you don't send a question. Not that much. But you can also send a question because something is going wrong in your brain that you wanted to send us specifically. It's true. Your titties. <laughs> so you've got to have like a creepy question going on. Ooh, double down and write the question on your titty. Oh my God. That would be the most. Susan, please. That's all I need. It would be amazing. I would love that. Susan, write your question on your titties around your areola in a spiral like Ooh, it's out of a Tim Burton movie. That would be fun because then we'll have to decipher it and we'll just get really, really like personally knowledgeable with your areolas. I, I love this idea so much. I do too. Yeah. Go for it. So if you need to write down the phone number, you can write it on your titties right now. It's 804-505-4484, which is 804-505-4GUI. Hooray! Looking forward to those Susan dump them out uh, oh my titty God. questions. I know. I love when we get past like the business aspect of this whole sure. like me going through the motions. But also it always has just ends up with me being like painfully horny for people to send me shit. <laughs> like I come off as truly the horniest. It is unfortunate that this show for both of us mm-hmm. is basically edging. The entire episode. <laughs> it is. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. That makes it seem like we literally just fucked directly after the episode yeah, right. is over. Which, hey, if you want to think about that, feel free. You can do it for free. And do that as you're writing your questions for the next episode on your titties. Exactly. To, uh, exactly. Why is it dirtier when you say it that inflection? Titties? I don't think it is. I don't think I, think I don't so. think it's dirty at Maybe all. Maybe it's just retro. 
I guess I wouldn't like take it seriously okay. if I was like in an intimate situation with somebody and they were like, oh, yeah, I love to see your titties. I would be like, you can go. Yeah. You really are free to leave. I'll just masturbate to my Tom Hanks bedside table <laughs> picture again. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do anyway. Just hearing <laughs> or my Mother Teresa photos in the bathroom. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Look in the mirror while I do it. <laughs> no, the problem is I'm in the bathroom with the Mother Teresa photos. So we've got our separate Areas. Well, so. that's when we do like the like switch. And then we go to our different regions of the house. That's how we do edging when we're not recording. Is we yes. just like take a pause to switch you're like, rooms. I want to jerk off to Tom Hanks again, and I'm like, you'll get your due when we switch. You can be back to Mother Teresa. I'm like, yeah, call me Wilson. <laughs> you just jerk off with a hollowed out volleyball. <laughs> yeah, right. The meeting to talk to you about that, actually. <laughs> Can you just like put it in the closet when company comes around? Because I've gotten a lot of questions about your fucking glory ball. Look, you've got your Gustav Klimt painting in the fucking study. I get my hollowed out volleyball. Those are That's tasteful the deal. to taste. <laughs> They're tasteful, goddammit. We both have to have equal representation here. You get Klimt, I get hollowed out sex volleyball. Okay, well then at least just like clean the cum off of it. Okay, okay you know getting what? egregious. Compromise is uh, the most important thing exactly. in a relationship. So I think it's important that I'm willing to... It's like congratulations on the amount of semen. That's cool. But like <laughs> you don't have to rub it in like that. Well, I you should tend, rub it in. I normally rub it in. Rub it out. Actually. It's like putting oil on a on a baseball glove to make sure yes. that it's nice and dexterous. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. It's just self lubricating. Wilson is just a full layer of semen. On, <laughs> oh, on I know. At this point, <laughs> you frosted that bitch like a cake. You really like a so cake. Awful. God, we should just cut this yeah, entire right. segment. Honestly, we should just scrap the show. <laughs> like, what the fuck We're is done. going We're on? We're never doing the show again. This is impossible. I feel like if we said that at this point, like in the show, we left all of this in about fucking a volleyball and Mother Teresa's titties and stuff. Then, and we were like, you know what? I think we're done. People would be like, that, that tracks. That's fair. That's fine. That's completely yeah, fair. I'm not. Uh, it's I fine. Because I feel like we are actively sending people to hell with this <laughs> Just by listening. No exactly. actions on their part. None We're needed. Just... If you ever listen again, you just cemented your space there. Like, but guess what? We'll be there for all God eternity. Is like, smite, 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 smite. You're cool. Smite. <laughs> Fair, honestly. All right. Well, we should let's, get to yeah, the Yeah, let's do the questions. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So the first question that we received was from a very, very good friend of the show, uh, Michelle Left Eye. Um, major contributor to the GUI network and just, you know, She's major the part family. of the family. Yeah, yeah, we adore her so much. So she asked, what blockbuster movies do you wish were actually documentaries? And what would the world look like if those movies took place right now? Fucking stellar question. Fantastic really, question. really good question. And it's really difficult to answer when you have a number of like universes in your fandom to kind of lean on. True. The unfortunate side when thinking about this, though, is that a lot of my fandoms exist in a kind of like totalitarian or dystopian kind mm -hmm. of future mm -hmm. or sci-fi horror kind of vibe. I love George Romero. Do I want to live in a zombie universe? No. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't so, do enough cardio. Yeah. So that's 
do do you have some insights yourself on or because I have one avenue that I ha I, I've thought about. Go for it. I think it has to be very specific to Australia. Okay. That as the basis of all the Mad Max movies I come knew you were from say Mad Australia. Max, yeah. As long as it's just in Australia that okay. that's happening, where Australia has become like an escape from New York or escape from LA kind of thing, where it's this like lawless land of like of revved up dystopian vehicles mm -hmm. being used in a post apocalyptic like I don't know gangbang of grease and mm -hmm. and metal. I th I would be totally cool with that because all I would do is watch Australian news. Sure. Like, I would never watch any TV show ever again. I would just watch like today, you know, Hot Rod McGee, <laughs> uh, the uh, the leader of the uh, of the the drag pipes, uh, <laughs> murdered, you know, uh, Steve Pipe Wrench uh, for for what? ownership of the Middlelands. And Steve needs be... to workshop that name. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard at all. Steve Pipe Wrench did not work nearly long <laughs> enough on his weird post-apocalyptic name. He's probably a cute dummy, too. He's... We can't fault him for that. Steve Pipe Wrench oftentimes is referred to as the, the hottie of Ooh. the Deadlands. Oh, so, so that's why you're watching the news. I mean, <laughs> Just to get a glimpse have of you seen Steve Pipe Wrench. The, the cleft in... Steve Pipe Wrench's chin. Oh, he's like a butt chin. He's, but it's it's like not a, a it's not a 1930s butt chin. It's a very nicely nuanced butt chin. It's. it's I don't, I'm not watching enough Australian news. Clearly, because yeah. I don't know. I need to see it to believe it. Because butt chins are not always my my deal. That's fair. That's fair. Thank you. Clearly, with uh, Steve it, Pipe Wrench, it, Pipe Wrench, uh, it is my deal. Oh, all sure. right. Well, fair. Then I will check it out. You just rub a little grease and dirt on that butt chin. Nice. And that's that's my bag, baby. <laughs> I'm into it. Are you trying to get piped or wrenched by Steve Pipe Wrench? You know what? Steve can do whatever he wants to me. All right. As long as he doesn't tie me to the front of his car like Road Warrior oh, style, yeah. mm -hmm. then I'm good. Uh, just don't make me sad boy on the front of your car. Like, True. Let me, let, me, let me be your hot like side piece yes. like rubbing on you like lovingly as you're telling some you know detracting refugee camp that has walls made out of buses that, that <laughs> they we need to do their water you know oh yeah I'm, i would 100 percent watch that yeah that sounds amazing i'm into it so as long as it's not worldwide okay so that i you know when i have enough of steve's uh fucking like power hungry ways mm -hmm. you know it's cute at first yeah you know power is a kind of a, a it gets old because aren't you like, am I not enough? Yeah, like, why, why? Like, we've taken over together, like, eight refugee camps. Right. You know, when is enough enough? Yeah. He's like, not until the deadlands are mine. I'm like, but I'm yours. Can oh, I be God. your deadlands? That's all I want. And then you realize that you can never be enough. I can never be his deadlands. No, he he's not in the place yet that he can, like, really be with somebody. He needs to figure his own shit out first and... So it's not fair to you to just wait around. That is true. Like, I think that's part of the reason why he's so motivated on developing this territory in the Deadlands is that mm -hmm. that's his way of feeling, you know, Steve. Pipe wrench. Pipe wrench, Steve. <laughs> uh, has always struggled with, like, issues with, like, confidence. And, yeah, you know, this, this was the first time that he's really had the opportunity to be a person in control of the situation right yeah so i can understand him not wanting to relinquish that by being vulnerable to a partner sure 
But don't you feel like once Steve does get control of the Deadlands, he's going to realize that, like, his heart is the Deadlands. <laughs> it's dead in there. And he has nothing. And he's alienated everyone, especially you, the one person that, like, truly loves him for him, like, butt chin and, you know, Greasy self-actualization issues and all. And then, then what for him, you know? And you're going to have moved on for sure to, like, Johnny Laser Razor Blades. Johnny nope. Laser Razor Blades, yes. Um, he, he has the uh, the east part of the Deadlands. <laughs> He's holding strong. Uh, what if he got murdered by Steve Pitbridge? <laughs> I can't take myself seriously at all. <laughs> Just questioning everything that led me to this. That's kind of the problem is I feel like there will be a point where there's such a control, like a overly controlling dynamic in that relationship that mm -hmm. Steve, like not wanting to see me with someone else would rather kill me than see me go. He would kill you. I mean, maybe very possibly. I don't think he would kill you. He would kill your future partner though. Like a hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. just kind of a, a known yeah. thing. So you would let him kill you so that your future partner could live and like be just over the deadlands and hopefully maybe my death would be a justification to finally mm. remove the the fascist rule of right. my my ex yeah steve pipe wrench <laughs> yeah of course over the deadlands yes yeah. and then maybe he can find love and peace with John johnny laser Razor. <laughs> <laughs> yes that old Johnny, Johnny, who just couldn't settle on one and no. just added a bunch of others to his name. And couldn't have just gone with laser blades, which the makes laser perfect blades. sense. No, nope. Laser blades is the best. That's... I think it's a hyphenated, though. It's laser <laughs> it's hyphen razor blades. It's uh, his, his parents decided to go in a hyphenate, so he's been stuck with that name ever since. And... Well, I mean, it does sound awesome, but it also sounds stupid. So what are you going to do? And maybe that's was the interest is with my last name, uh, last name in the post apocalypse being turbine. That's oh. way better than razor laser blades. <laughs> so, is it? <laughs> Whatever gets you through. It is and it isn't. It's no pipe wrench. So it, if it was a documentary, like I would be super into that. Although, well, yeah, because you'd be like the romantic lead. Although, and I, like the sympathetic character. Do you want to? Because you're like too sweet for the Deadlands. Footage of all the the war boys in the post-apocalyptic deadlands signing releases mm -hmm. to be in, uh, available for the documentary. I, I would be <laughs> interested in saying like, all right, I, I agree with uh, the, the a column here, but B talks about, uh, about distribution rights and that we don't see any of the returns on that. Yeah. And so I, I really want to get with the other war boys and see if we're both all okay with that first, right. you know, we might have to unionize. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the documentary could actually be the thing that brings the Deadlands together. Maybe. That's Very awesome. Possibly, yeah. I mean, not for the rest of the world, because then they were like, really good TV is gone. <laughs> but. And also not proper documentarian, uh, you know, ethics to, you know, the documentarian is supposed to be, to be removed enough that it doesn't affect the subject matter. Right. So. Yeah, but the subject matter just like doesn't lend itself to any outsider. So it's really not the documentarian's fault. Yeah. They just want to like gain exposure because people don't know what's going on over there, but they should because it's buck fucking wild. God, I, I would just love to. And, and then you can add additional reality shows to that as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, where you get like the dudes from Orange County, Orange County Choppers, like building their mm. war machines to to roll around in the desert, and it's, I'm showing my age on that. Yeah, reference. <laughs> <laughs> very cool and topical. Yep, <laughs> definitely. American Hot Rod, throw those guys in there. Yeah, like, do the <laughs> people thing. still are obsessed with those shows. So yeah, you know, you know how everybody's talking in 2020 about Orange County Choppers. That's, when am uh, I not? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of like get a new thing but i can't it's too it's too good you know once once i got that tattoo mm-hmm. across my chest of orange county yeah. choppers is when i just i knew that no matter what i had to be all in well you that you know that's my favorite thing about you yeah it's like the only thing that holds us together really is that tattoo so that sweet God, sweet orange so county good. choppers i know tattoo I love it so much. That's why at night after I pray to my Tom Hanks picture, that's why I lick all over your tattoo <laughs> for like way too long. <laughs> no, you're very detailed with it. It's not mm-hmm. just like a a dog lick, just like this big no, lick across. No, like no. you're tracing the lines of the entire tattoo. Yeah. With your tongue. So I'm dedicated. To I appreciate the tattoo. that. And I'm sure Orange County Shoppers appreciates it too. They fucking better. We need to film that so that can be their next commercial is right. you just tonguing my orange county choppers tattoo. right exactly yeah. <sighs> on a more depressing note are you ever worried about how the handmaid's tale is kind of like a documentary of this time because i am that is part of the reason why i didn't get past like halfway through the first season is because it started hitting notes that were just way way close to home oh it's so good though. and it, it's very good and everybody in it are just bringing it delivering some fantastic moments in a series Mm -hmm. and i wish that i had the like emotional dexterity to get through at least the first season because it's a good show but there's something about like art imitating life to Mm -hmm. a point where it's not even really imitating so much as like talk about documentary right exactly there yet but but i feel like mike pence thinks it's a comedy show Mike Pence thinks it is a documentary of like right. areas of the South that have made oh my choices God. that he is super into. Yep. I he thinks it's a heartwarming Hallmark type show. That is the opposite side of this hellscape that's been brought to us by uh by Michelle Left Eye is the handmaid's tale as a mm-hmm. real documentary yep. style thing that's real life is all it takes is Bringing down the cost of red dye for those uh, those lovely little cloaks mm-hmm. that the women have to wear, mm-hmm. and and we're kind of going strong. Yeah, absolutely. So. I don't know, just a thought, <laughs> not to like bring down the whole operation with the crushing reality of this, our life. This right is now. what Biden's America will be. Is uh, <laughs> Which between part? the two the Deadlands? No, no, no. Handmaid's Tale. Aww. Definitely between the two. That's the one yeah. that uh, that's going to bring Handmaid's Tale. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. God. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Uh. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yes. Yes, probably. That was sarcasm, by the way. I want to be very clear there. Oh, um, God. I hope people understand that. Oh, God. I hope so. Um, so, yeah, we got our second question mm-hmm. here brought to us by our friend, uh, GY Network family member and uh, member of Burlesque Right Meow, a burlesque troupe that is... Uh, right now struggling like everybody else is with not being able to do shows their mm-hmm. their uh 2020 first burlesque convention that was going to happen in richmond uh got canceled because of covid oh, and sucks. our hearts are with the, all of them in burlesque right meow but uh, murphy fortunately is still heavily involved with the gui family and brings us this fantastic question here. Oh, it's a good one it's a great question if you had to pick another part of your body to have an extra mouth hidden in 
what would it be? Would it be the same if it was a predator mouth? Which the predator mouth is, of course, the mouth that like opens up and has little pincers on the side. I did have to Google that. I have really not seen. Terrifying. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, a side note: Murphy would pick boobs so they could tell people they were breastfeeding. Honestly, is, incredible. Like, how is it possible for me to top that answer? It's pretty so good. good that I literally thought about it angrily for a while because it's too fucking good. It's amazing. Now, have you really kind of considered what parts of your body would be better with a mouth or? Um, well, it's tough. It's kind of one of those things where like, is the mouth optional if I want to have like a teeth scenario in my vaginal cavity? <laughs> because that was my first thought. Optional vaginal teeth? Optional vaginal teeth. Right. I don't want them all the time. But so, I would like, love retractable? to have the choice. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to have retractable vaginal teeth. <laughs> It's pretty important to me. But when it comes to like, all right, not vaginal, if you want to like go that direction. My other question is, if I put food in it at the same time as I put food in my face mouth, as it will face mouth, from yes. then on have to be called, can I... Why is face mouth so upsetting? That is such an upsetting term. I don't like it at all. Face mouth is so not okay. Head mouth. Head mouth is worse. That is worse. Then I got nothing for you, buddy. I mean, those are our two options. So if I put it in my face slash head mouth, and then I put the other one in my other like secret mouth, can they taste two? You know, like secret mouth. Secret mouth is so unfortunate. I don't. It is. Oh my god. I didn't write the question. Take it up with Murphy. I'm gonna. Jesus. Fucking secret mouth. That's I, I, okay. Well, that was not Murphy's fault. I yeah, can't put that on my own. <laughs> that's a great name for this episode, right? Now. Secret mouth. Secret mouth. Oh no. <laughs> secret mouth location. Oh god. Can yeah. you taste like two different things at once? Because also sometimes I'm trying to eat so voraciously um, that you know I can't. I just can't eat fast enough because I'm too into it. So can I put it in my secret mouth? And then double down on my timing, be able to taste more things at once. Like, what a dream, honestly. That is interesting. Instead of, like, combination of flavors within the ingredients of a dish, mm-hmm. you're actually having two separate dishes that you're eating at the same That's time. That's what I want to know. With separate palates. That's interesting. That's what I want to know. Because I'm like, okay, I'm really in the mood for, like, I don't know. Why did I forget what foods were? <laughs> I forgot about any did, like, a chicken Alfredo yep. and then, like, a... Taco Bell burrito. Right, exactly. Two things that like don't I'm really... sure people have tried together, let's be real. Yeah. People that probably listen to this show. Weed exists. So. <laughs> exactly. Weed does exist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I wanted both, but I knew that they like wouldn't complement each other well. Also, you know what would be nice about that? After I brush my teeth, I could immediately drink coffee with my secret mouth. Because if I have it in a private oh place, God. if I have it in That's... a private place, then nobody's going to see the teeth anyway. So I don't need like good teeth. I'm interested in kind of your direction on this only because I never really considered the different palate aspect of a second mouth. Mm-hmm. I was looking more of the utility of a second mouth versus the actual like paired flavorings and and utility of let's say yeah coffee and brushing teeth you right know, that's and you could switch out that exactly once, once you've brushed teeth on one and the teeth the br- brush flavor had dissipated <laughs> from your mouth yeah then you can drink coffee out of that one while you're brushing the other mouth which mouth 
either like you can switch <laughs> i know i just mouth. really wanted you to say face mouth i don't want to say that <laughs> i know but i want you to i want That's... you to say it <laughs> your head mouth okay fine. okay that's fine that's, that's a compromise uh, we have to compromise right. sometimes well, i was i was looking more in the regards of ease okay with my choices i wasn't looking at uh any kind of flavor pairings between the two or utility of being able to drink coffee and brush teeth at the same time mm-hmm. that's that's rad that's great and i had never even really considered that oh thank you so much i was looking more on my overt laziness sure and how a second mouth would help how and i think with the utilization of a uh separate piece of cloth or something Mm -hmm. to protect the mouth in times of Mm non-use i think a toe mouth okay would be fantastic specifically because and and i'm speaking primarily to the couch that we have Mm -hmm. and how you get sucked into it Oh, true. And it's hard to get up. Yeah. So if there's a bowl of snacks on the table <laughs> that I would like to partake in, oh I would have to God. get up and lean forward to be able to enjoy said snacks. But if I had a toe mouth. Dude, that is next home, level. I can't. And we're at home. <laughs> I can dip. And that's why I went instead of a foot mouth, I went with a toe mouth because there's a little bit more dexterity on being able to not shove my whole foot in the bowl to oh, get. Oh, yeah. I can with a toe just get the little cheese puff crunchy that I want out of the bowl. But also, so apparently that bowl is just for you. That has nothing to do with me anymore because I'm not eating out of your toe bowl. That's your issue, not mine. (laughs) Also, why are you okay with the term toe mouth, but not secret mouth? Toe mouth mouth is fine. Face mouth. Secret mouth sounds like something out of like the Epstein, like... Jesus. Yeah. Oh, no. It sounds really fucking not okay. Well, I guess now. Toe mouth is gross. But it's not like unsettling, like secret sex, secret kind of uns- like. Oh, no, that's secret- not what I was thinking. Secret mouth sounds not okay. I'm just- <laughs> secret mouth. <laughs> that does not sound okay. That does sound like some Urban Dictionary, like, yeah, weird sex stuff, yeah. I guess. But eh. she touched it with her secret mouth. Oh like, that's my not- god. Jesus. <laughs> I'm also now thinking about my toe mouth and how it could be used for sex. And, uh, oh, it absolutely could be used for it sex, could. but it would be really small if it's on a toe. There's so you can't like parts, put a dick in it. No, but the, uh, parts of a woman's body that being that small would be able to be very delicately oh. focused on. That wow, might. Why didn't I think of that at all? That yeah. that could actually work. Really, I mean, you but ha- that person has to be comfortable with having with your just toes a inside toe her. Toe in there, just like Jesus. doing the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely I didn't think about it sexually at all, but that is a good point. There's also the dick mouth. Dick mouth is good, I think. Yeah. I would predominantly use that for karaoke. Oh my when there's God. like duets, I could hold a second microphone. Absolute nightmare. To the to my dick. <laughs> yeah. So that we could sing like, I don't know, uh Vagan what, what I'm trying to think of a duet that happens on karaoke all the time. Um Stroking, um, <laughs> stroke is... it to the east. That's not a duet. Yeah. No, we would do it as a duet. Sure, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. Yeah, that would be lovely. Some harmonies going on. Yeah, but what if your dick mouth was like a terrible singer? That would suck. We just sing cake. That's oh, the, okay. That's fine. <laughs> Go in the distance. Go in the distance. It's fine. <laughs> that's the go-to for anybody that can't sing as cake. Truly, that yeah. makes sense. Wow. So we both illuminate each other too. 
options for where yeah. secret mouths can be. And I love that. I don't know where I'd put it though. Yeah, that's that's more. You haven't spoken to where your secret mouth. <laughs> I hate that. You're term. starting to love that. I think I hate it so much, and I hate that it's probably the name of the episode. I know. Where would it be? Um, I feel like I would want it to be in a place that I can control it because you are speaking with karaoke to it being able to speak. So if it's able to speak, I need it in a place where I can control it. So like maybe in my armpit. So that way I can like close it and keep it closed. But then I just can't like use this arm properly if I feel like it's about to get mouthy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sorry at all. (laughs) I really am not. So yeah, I think that that's what I would probably do. It would definitely make it harder for sexy stuff, but actually not really because it would be nice and lazy. I could literally just lay out and just drape my arm. True. And then just like, I don't know, fucking take a nap or whatever. Just (laughs) let my secret armpit mouth do the work. Well, there's just a dick going into your armpit mouth. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Or just like weird makeout sessions. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, just tonguing, Mm -hmm. tonguing your armpit mouth. Yep. Yeah. But I'm I'm sticking with it. I think it's good. Okay. I feel good All about right. it. I, I think that's the best we're going to do with this question. Oh, I do too. Yeah. And this, this brought us to some places that I didn't expect to go in this uh, Me neither. This and episode. if this turned upsetting, I'm very much looking forward to the next question because Jesus yeah. Christ. Holy shit. Will uh, McCobb. Will McCobb. This is a lot. Uh, so Will is definitely part of the GY Network family. He's in synthetic night synthetic nightmare. Um, he has Will M photography, which is incredible, and is also associated with Hellkit and RVA, which we are major major fans of around Huge here. Huge fans, like incredible. Definitely work. look up Hellkit and like some of their merch that they have is in fucking credible. Oh, it's so unique yeah. for anything. Absolutely. Um, I want pretty much everything on the yeah, website. True. So. Um, but maybe you'll change your mind about supporting them after you hear this question from Will's brain. (laughs) Or it might actually make you want to look them up. Yep, pretty much. All right, so here is Will's question. If the human body was so efficient that we didn't have to poop, do you think the anus would be a vestigial organ? Also, with no need to poop, what would be the sociological, economic, and environmental impacts on the world as we know it? But the best part is the sub-question. Oh. Also, what about butt stuff? Does not having or does still having an anus become more or less desirable trait in a partner? Oh, there's my God. so much to break down on this. There I, are layers. I'm pretty sure we're only going to get to three questions this episode because yeah. of the level of like layers that this Holy needs to be peeled away. Shit, if you will. Yeah, I think uh, to first to start is the the sociological, economic, and environmental impacts is such a smart nuance to that first part of that question of like yeah what if we don't poop anymore Mm -hmm. a lot of people would be really stoked about that me personally i would be kind of it would be a bittersweet thing because i do enjoy pooping sometimes i do too but don't you kind of feel like it's like more trouble than it's worth sometimes sometimes it's unreliable some people are like a well-oiled machine and like they have a reliable system spoiler alert i don't um i feel like there's always some sort of issue going on so it would be a real treat for me to never have to worry about it again. Also, as I'm getting older, there's more and more food items, especially like hot sauces mm-hmm. and stuff, that have an adverse effect on sure. my my working system. Right. So if my body was able to process to such a high degree that there was no excess, right? Then, well, mm-hmm. 
here's the downside. It probably means that it would be functioning at such a high level that we would, as a race of, you know, humankind, mm-hmm. wouldn't have to eat as much. Right. Because it's processing every bit. Like every right. every part of the buffalo yep. is being processed for yeah. power. So the pros are more food availability for everyone. So yep. So starvation, uh, po- poverty, or like lack of food around the world would uh, not really be as much of an issue, which is right. great. Yeah, definitely. But all you can eat buffets would die. Oh, yeah. Like would outright die. Honestly... I'm not that sad about it. And what are they even going to look like like post-COVID? Because That's true. all you can eat buffets are disgusting when it comes to showing the lengths that people don't give a fuck <laughs> at all. At all. At fucking all. Dude, there's tongs. Don't use your hands. Like, that's a pretty <laughs> simple thing. Oh, my God. I, I saw, like, a video that somebody posted of someone. It wasn't even in a buffet. Because I feel like I've seen the dregs of society, like, doing some disgusting shit at a buffet. It was at, like, a grocery store. And there was, like, the little soup, you know, vats that you oh, can sure. ladle out or whatever. And he was literally just sipping each one out of the ladle to see if he liked it. <laughs> like, what? I went to a buffet with my nephews and their friends. And I, now, previous to any kind of statements, they were all very well behaved. Mm-hmm. They were all very polite. Um, smart like kids oh, not sure. doing yeah. anything beyond normal kid behaviors but watching them like grab a brownie and be like no actually this one right. and like touching things not even thinking about it it right. was just a normal kid behavior stuff mm-hmm. I'm not even putting them as demonizing them that's right. just and there were adults doing the same thing oh absolutely but these are these are kids I know being like oh god don't like if you touch right. it it's yours now right guess it's what a buffet. You, guess what you have seven brownies right. like just that you have to eat seven brownies <laughs> oh now. no if you touch it it's yours like yeah. it's like licking a thing now it's yes. yours that's you can't just fucking touch stuff and that was oh before covid just, I know you, if you're at a buffet and you touch a fucking egg roll or something that is now officially your egg roll that belongs to you and if you leave your egg roll in the bin for somebody else (laughs) to get it's just like somebody coming by and eating your half-eaten egg roll off your plate like it's not okay nope Mm -mm. what if they put it in their secret mouth (laughs) you don't know about that somebody just with a mouth on their on their palm Mm -hmm. just like eating off of the station Ooh, they wait though that's actually a really good location because that's pretty subtle there's so much stuff that my hands touch that I don't want to taste on a regular basis, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. Could you imagine, like, doing dishes and you're basically waterboarding yourself the entire time? Well, what if you could, like, retract it like my vaginal mouth? <laughs> you talked about the teeth retracting. Like, oh, the, true. Yeah, I did. So I did. The mouth itself wouldn't, like, fucking disappear. It'd just be your, your hand mouth would be <laughs> just, like, trying to hold... You would like try to put a glove over it, maybe to do dishes. Yeah, or, you'd have to wear gloves all the time. All the time. All that's the time. true. That's a lot. Yeah, but I mean, the Haunting of Hill House girl did it, and she looked awesome. So I could do that too. I could be her. It's uh, just running too close to the anime Parasite. Uh, where oh yeah. There's a dude with a hand mouth. Mm-hmm. But I'm into it. Yeah. Anyways, back to Will's question. Yeah, back Sorry. to Will's question. So the mouth question will plague me for the rest of my life, probably. I think if the human body processed, it's uh. It's food Mm -hmm. in a way that it was maximizing Mm -hmm. its usage where there was little to no, like, waste on it. There would be some pretty major positives to the environmental. Uh, Sociological, 
the problem would be is that humor would die because farts would no longer be funny. They would be oh, either incredibly rare and therefore horrifying when they happen. True. As opposed to funny. Right. It's not like everybody farts so we can laugh at it. It's right. like, oh my God, you farted. Are you a monster? Yeah. <laughs> what? Go to the hospital. Go to the hospital right now. Yeah. That shouldn't happen. Right. And so farts are done, which means all comedy is done, as far as I'm <laughs> That's concerned. That's true. Because <laughs> the only things I ever find funny are Our relating fart to farts. Yes. I know. Trust me. Yeah. That's why you never find me funny. I don't make nearly enough fart jokes. Not, no, but occasionally you do. And I'm like, see, I knew you were funny. <laughs> I knew you were worthy. So to, to make the fart funnies more. <laughs> Yes. So uh, the world would be too serious mm-hmm. for my for my personal liking. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the uh, in- environmental impacts, uh, very positive, because with lack of farts, if you think cows are affecting the ozone layer with their gases, right. I mean, human kind is way more a mess than cows. True. And the thing is that this has the human body. So that means that we still have like animal excrement for like manure and things like that, yeah, which so is good. We can grow plants and yeah. all the stuff. Like, I, I don't think in the circle of life, mm. um, stunning, just off enough where we won't get sued. That <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get sued for different reasons. Yeah, very different reasons. <laughs> I don't think human poo is definitely necessary. Yeah, all the aging sewer systems around the United States would not need to be maintained any longer. Right. Uh, which means that there would be more funding available for other avenues. And right. by other avenues, because it's the United States, will be a uh, military budget. Right. But Definitely. Yeah. What well, about Space Force? Oh, that's how you fund Space Force. What about the wall? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Negatives there. <laughs> yeah. I. Oh. <laughs> but it would be nice to not like. And talk about space as we're not not space as in like outer space, but I mean like space in the world as yeah. there's more and more people happening. If you don't have to have an actual like toilet in your bathroom anymore, mm-hmm. then the size of your bathroom, because you're still going to have to shower and yeah, do like course. normal maintenance, human mm-hmm. body maintenance stuff, but you're not going to have to poop anymore. Oh, amazing. Now just poop. So pee. So you could have like a, a urinal or something. Yeah. You know. Something's a little smaller than a toilet. There's not right. Gonna, it doesn't have to be big enough for a butthole. No. Yes. Anymore. But also really nice for people that maybe not that I know anyone like this, but people that are plagued with the fear of clogging toilets, <laughs> they can now live freely in the world again. <laughs> like finally, I'm free. Yeah, pretty Just much. <laughs> all these like introverts that there's one specific thing that made them introverts and it's their poop fears. <laughs> Just poop anxiety. Poop anxieties. Plenty of people have poop anxiety and it's that is nothing true. to be ashamed of. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> okay, so, so what about butt stuff? The butt stuff part, I think that is actually what would bond like the boomers, Gen X and millennials and, and some of the like older Zoomers together is that I think the the main imbalance between like boomers and millennials is eating ass. Right. And me as a kind of borderline between millennial and Gen X as far as my age group goes. Mm-hmm. It depends on which listing you look at. Right, right. On whether I'm Gen X or millennial. Or just how you feel inside. How I feel inside is normally pretty Gen X. <laughs> True. <laughs> I will say the big thing about eating ass, even though I'm not adverse to it, I'm I'm not I'm not kink shaming. I'm not like detracting from mm-hmm. the uh, joy that many people feel mm-hmm. while eating or receiving the eating of the patol. Mm-hmm. The main thing for me is that poop comes out of there. Sure. 
So there's a little bit of a about that. And but also, isn't that kind of like the hot part? The taboo of it? It's the taboo of it. Yeah, that it's kind of like it's literally dirty. I guess. I Yeah, no, I'm sure that's where part of the fun comes from. But for me, it's less about the taboo nature and the enjoyment uh, is more the, the focus. So if there was no worry of poo, mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's a, a clean hole. Right. Like, I'm fucking down. I think uh, Murphy Lawless also said something along another clean hole. Cool. Let's go to fucking town. Let's have a good time with it. Let's see. Can it make, can it make noises? Can I make it like, can I move it with my fingers so it looks like it's talking? Uh, True. You know, like I'm going to do all sorts of cool, weird stuff. Oh, definitely. To buttholes after that. Yep. Once poo is not coming out of it. True. That is wide open spaces uh, for, for humor, for, for sexy for for fun just for well also all bottoms are going to be like thank you so much this has taken out a lot of like time and effort that i've had to put in all this time which is amazing yeah they, like oh my god the amount of work that goes into being a bottom oh, i'm exactly. sure it's just exhausting but also we do need to then you know pour one out for our fallen soldiers in the enema industry <laughs> they're no longer <laughs> necessary all, to all us. the the colonic yep. uh managers mm-hmm. around the world I'm so sorry all the uh all the butt doctors also yeah uh, are gonna uh, yeah. i know there's an actual term for that i feel but... like you still need a butt doctor even if you're not pooping yeah, it's still a cavity yeah so there's still some weird stuff that could happen there's still there. like a prostate for you know people that have prostate by the way like okay. the prostate is gonna have like a fucking renaissance when there's no True. Poo oh involved. prostate renaissance is gonna be incredible prostate renaissance is also definitely the name of this episode i'm going to the prostate renaissance fair <laughs> <laughs> every year with fucking bells on there's gonna be there's gonna be more milking of prostates than milking of cows when there's no poo coming out of butts. i know that it's prop like fine to say but i really do not enjoy milking of prostate like at all and i'm gonna just go on record yeah no no the action absolutely like do do you you do you absolutely but the term we can do better we really can i just figured like both hands in there just like little like prostate teats that you're just needs to be less visceral and we can just say like stimulating and call it a fucking day because Jesus Christ, <laughs> I don't need to think about your prostate teats. Prostate teats is a problem. It's a big Not as bad as secret mouth, but I think it's kind of a problem. <laughs> I think it's worse. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think um, across the board, more positives than negatives. On I, this, oh, uh, I'm definitely team no poop ever again. <laughs> okay, and that's actually an interesting. Uh, idea is oh yeah hashtag team poop or hashtag team no, no poop, poop. Mm-hmm. i want to see where my people are yeah we can see who really leans on one side or the other on mm-hmm. this one but yeah. I, i'm kind of interested to say yeah you know, i want to see what, what where the there. lines are drawn yeah for sure <laughs> i as much as i am uh a fan of those like morning like when I'm not in a rush, like mm. on a Saturday or Sunday, you where take I, your time. I take my time, I have my phone, I can play lemmings on my phone. That's like my <laughs> one. I'm I'm not on the hip games. I'm right. I, I'm playing fucking <laughs> lemmings on my phone. That's, that's my cool. That's my bag. That's baby. your poop game. That's my Very poop cool. game is lemmings. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I enjoy that thoroughly, but also the positives around the world, the positives to uh, to sex, to mm-hmm. like. It, it's so much more positive than negative that I can't say that I'm team poop. Like, mm. I, I think I'm team no poop. Good. Or else this would have been a really awkward end of the evening, <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Because team poop is not okay with me. Yeah. Agreed. 
Man. But yeah, I would love to hear other people's opinions because this is a thinker. And honestly, the problem is that I feel like I'm going to continue thinking about points of on really all of these questions. These were banger questions. These you were guys. so like, good. Thank you so much. And there were a lot of other really great questions that we got that were we have put on the on until next time. So thank you so much to everyone sure. that's been submitting questions because they've been awesome. We really love them. And also a reminder, as we do more of these shows and we gain more listenership, we're going to get more questions. So if we don't get to your question, we apologize. We can't mm -hmm. get to everybody's questions. Right. But um, please continue to submit. It has oh, because we to will do... be using it. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the, the quality of your questions. Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, even in this, there was some kind of, there was a little bit of a thematic kind of A little bit, yeah. Little I understood bit. why you chose these specifically for yeah. the episode. It's yeah. It was definitely a little bit. Yeah, it made sense yeah. for sure. So please continue to give us your questions, even if we didn't hit up one of your questions previously. Always in. Oh, we will. We're we're super into it, and yeah, the more questions you send in, the more weird they're probably going to get, and that's definitely exactly what we want. De that's the sweet spot for yes, sure for deeply definitely. upsetting. Um, so first of all, thank you so much for listening and submitting your questions and just generally putting up with our bullshit because that's amazing. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> um, so if you happen to somehow still be a fan of the show, um, one thing that you can do that will benefit you, me, and everyone we know is to buy our merch. So if you go to our Tee Public page, which you can find on guipodcast.com slash store, you can get Deeply Upsetting gear. You can get gear from all of the other shows on the network and we are still donating all of the money from our Tee Public sales to the Holly Fund right now, which is a uh, fund to support Richmond restaurant workers who have been impacted by COVID. So we've been doing that. And if you happen to buy a mask, um, Tee Public will donate a, like a proper PPE mask to mm. a hospital um, in need. So really all around just great stuff. And it shows us that people actually like this shit <laughs> unbelievably and i will say that there has been a design pretty much done for the bone zone oh my god i can't wait that is still it's a great design and there's just a little touch of thing that i have to do on it and that is on me that i just haven't Please finished it yet finish it because i will order I, it immediately i swear i will get it finished this week and i will get it out on the on the page on the t public page this week it's like you don't want money to, to go towards the restaurant workers. it's almost like i hate people that are suffering right now well you've said it to me you've said it to everyone else so you may as well say it on the podcast i mean fuck it <laughs> yeah so there will be a new design from uh deeply upsetting on the gyt public page yep here pretty soon so yep. definitely check that out and uh remember to check out the other shows in the network oh too. absolutely yep. they're better than this one <laughs> well, I don't different than this one but i we I all know the truth that's fine but yeah definitely check out the other shows all that's at guipodcast.com yes and one thing you can do for us which would be amazing is you can rate you can review you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and like you said follow all the other shows rate review subscribe to them too they are amazing and yeah that wraps it up for this one also, a little note as far as other shows, too, mm -hmm. is that if you like uh, the banter between Amy Bogart and I, uh, she and I, along with my co-host, uh, Lowdown, and mm -hmm. his wife, uh, were the guests on the last episode of Geeks Under the Influence. Oh, so fun. Where we discussed about sharing fandoms between partners. Yep. So that, mm -hmm. that was the subject matter. So if you like our banter, you get a little bit of that, as well as the banter their between banter, which is their really banter sweet. Yeah. as well. 
So check that out if you're a fan of the show and don't really know GUI too well. That might be an entryway. Yeah, that into... would be a perfect gateway episode. Yeah, that's how we not, get you. It's not nerd centric in a way that there's a specific fandom that's talked about. It's more about the nature of sharing fandoms. Yeah, that... honestly, the longest diatribe is from me, and it's about this one very shitty reality show that I secretly <laughs> love. So there you go. It's nerdy in a very special way. Me getting militant about Star Wars a little bit, but not even well, at, at you or oh or... no no. Rachel, it was more at uh, Stephen for kind of poo-pooing them in a in a loving way. Oh my God, you looked crushed for a I, moment there. I felt crushed. <laughs> so. Crushed. So yeah, listen to them; they're incredible. Um, and thank you again so much for listening to us um, for another episode of Deeply Upsetting. I am Amy Bogart, and I am Mike the Hobbit. Bye. GUIPodcast.com <laughs>